This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I'm one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. Tim, how are you doing this week? Tom, I'm bracing myself because this is a very important episode. Uh, why is it important? Uh, this is our most requested topic of all time. Is it really? Our yeah. most requested topic of all time. Yeah, and it falls right in our string of episodes, episodes <laughs> about uh, English musicians. Yeah. Uh, well, right in our what two episode string? Yeah, who knows how long this string will go? Yeah, you'll have to keep listening I think week it, after do you mean week. Streak, not string. Did you say string? No, you said string, and I string said string of episodes. Streak. I like, mean, you it, don't know how long a streak's gonna go. That's true, but you don't know how long a string is, especially if it's. No, you uh, do. You can see. No, it. let's say it's the amazing Jonathan, right? You don't oh, know if, yeah. if the string Good. is is uh, palmed in his hand, right? If he's going to cut it in half and then he's going to tie it and then no. magically the knot goes away and it's the two pieces become one again. Or if it's a string tied to a, a... A string of episodes is a thing, Tom. A string tied to a branch that's holding a box up and then leading behind a tree. Yeah. what I got to get what's in that box, though. <laughs> yeah. Who knows how long that string goes? Yeah. What I'll do is I'll dive right in there and it get It seems that. like it just goes off into the horizon. Yeah. So you don't know how long a string is either, Tom. The, anyway, who knows? But this week, mm -hmm. it's Radiohead week. Yeah. On the complete guide to everything. <laughs> Are you going to do this show like a 90s uh, rock jock? Rock rock jock, right? That's what Shock jock. No, but but who plays rock? That's a rock jock. That's eh, just, just a DJ. Oh, okay. Tom? Mm-hmm. Uh, when uh, Radiohead's first uh, album came out, yeah, Pablo Honey, mm -hmm. uh, Capitol Records had a tough time getting kids to buy it. Did somebody at Capitol Records say they didn't hear a single? No, it wasn't that. Was it an A and R man? Man, these record companies, <laughs> man, they don't look. They're so cool. Guess what the the ad that they that they put out for this was? They're like, well, how how do we get people to buy the Radiohead yeah. record? I th they probably put this print ad nobody in knows. Rolling Stone. And nobody it said, knows this band. They're an English band. And uh, the copy was Radiohead, better than Butthead, Oxford, <laughs> England's rowdiest new band. Ha ha ha! Music that doesn't <laughs> suck, featuring self-loathing anthem Creep. Yeah, the ha 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 was a <laughs> yeah uh, butthead <laughs> signature. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would buy based on that. Yeah, better than butthead. Yeah, and butthead makes me laugh on television week <laughs> exactly. after week. Exactly, and 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 albums back then were only like twenty dollars. So yeah, why not uh, roll the dice and see if it's an album you'd like? Yeah, and it was in the nineties, so uh, it's like, hey, uh, freaking uh, self loathing. Yeah. Count me in. Yeah. Oh, an English self-loathing? Self-loathing? Even better. What could be better? Yeah. Seeing some some whiny Brit. <laughs> well, you wouldn't Listen, see him. Yeah, it's listening, listening to him. Yeah. Well, any, later any... on, we'd see him being pushed around a shopping cart. That's true. Were there any uh, pictures in the Pablo Honey booklet? I don't know, Tom. Can Picture, I make pictures a of the boys? Can I, can I have a confession? Yeah. Time? 
corner? <laughs> yes. Can't, I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> what's going on? I don't know what's going on. What <laughs> a medical emergency. Uh, Sounds like your batteries are running out. <laughs> can I make a confession? Yeah. I've never heard the album Pablo Honey. What? Yeah. How have you never heard it? I don't know. Radiohead's been one of my favorite bands for nigh on 30 years, yeah. almost 30 years. You've heard songs from it. I've heard the song Creep. It's a self-loathing <laughs> anthem. Uh-huh. I've heard maybe the song You. Is that a song? The first uh, track? Yeah. Yeah, I heard the first track. And it's like, I don't care for this. <laughs> uh, um, uh, thinking about you. Anyone can play guitar? I've never heard uh, anyone can play guitar. I saw it on a jukebox a lot when I was younger. Uh, I never had the... The temerity to, to well, that's put my a, coins in and put my money where my mouth was. That's an expensive way to hear a song for the first time, too. Yeah, exactly. What if you don't like it? Yeah. But what if I do like it? Then <laughs> it's all night shoveling quarters in there. <laughs> right. Or like, ah, oh, great. I could have just bought... Now I'll never buy the album because I've already... I've already got sunk costs into yeah. this jukebox. I'm yeah. not going to pay twice to listen to this song. I think if you put enough money into the jukebox, you should ta- be able to take the jukebox home at the end of the night. I mean, yeah, probably if you put enough money in, you probably can't put as much money as a jukebox is worth into a jukebox. Not in one night. <laughs> right. <laughs> Depends on how much, though. What if it's like $10,000 a song? Well, I, I, do you have any, can you cite any examples of a jukebox that costs that much? I don't know. Have you? How many jukeboxes have you gone and inspected how much they cost? I mean, yeah, anyone that I've used. I've <laughs> Anyone that you've used, but you hang out in some pretty seedy places, Tom. Yeah, the last places that would have $10,000 jukeboxes. I know. You're talking about like a country club jukebox. Yeah, that's where I find myself most of the time, Tom. Yeah. That's why I couldn't uh, listen to anybody can play guitar. That's why they they uh, wouldn't be caught dead letting a guy like the Fonz in there because he'd you know run up the run up the bill, no no money required. Yeah, yeah. The 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 country club would be like, we're ruined. <laughs> right. This man's playing all of our favorite fifties hits mm. for free. Yeah. Normally we're making what like three hundred thousand dollars an hour. <laughs> um. So why why now you said this is one of our most requested topic the most requested topic of all By time. By far. Uh why now, Tim? Why is now the time? Because scoundrels got out there today, Tom. <laughs> what the what scoundrels got out there today? Tom I regret to inform you the band Radiohead has been kidnapped. <laughs> this is a fundraiser for their <laughs> for their ransom. Yeah. You know what? If Radiohead got kidnapped, mm-hmm. And their families were like, oh, we don't have their banking information. I think we, uh, I'd like <laughs> to think that we'd all band together and pay a, pony up that ransom. I mean, surely, like, they have accountants and stuff that have, you know, if Radiohead has in their contracts or whatever, Guess what, like, Tom? We'll, we'll pay ransoms if we get kidnapped. Guess what, Tom? What? The accountants were kidnapped, too. Oh, I thought you were going to say the accountants were in on it. Ooh, well, that's what we find out later. Right. Well, then they could have just take the money. That's the third act twist. You blew it. <laughs> Turns out the accountants were working with the captors the whole time. Yeah, they should have realized. So what they were going to do? They were going to get us visors. dopes to crowdfund their release. Yeah. And guess what? They get that money from us, and then they get all Radiohead's money too, because the accountants had already liquidated those accounts. Do you? Th- are there? And they did it to cover their own tracks. 
What? Well played, Radiohead's <laughs> accountants. I mean, it's it's a little far fetched, but uh, who knows? Who knows what kind of accountants they got? Yeah. Nobody knows. You always hear about these celebrities. They're like, oh, I thought I didn't make, uh, you know, like super famous people. And they're like, I don't know. My accountant was telling me for years, like, now nah, you're losing money. And then it turned out they were stealing all the money. Yeah. I think if you can uh, cheat a superstar out of their money, you should just get that money. Because <laughs> that's, that's, that's such an easy thing that you, a superstar oh, can be I like, would... eh, I'm just going to go in. Just keep... A large room full of gold coins. And every day just swim around in that for a few minutes. It would be... That's easy for you to say now, Tim. But if Billy Joel was sitting next to you, you wouldn't have you wouldn't have the, 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 the guts to say that to his I, face. You know what? I think if Billy Joel... If I, if I was, was granted an audience with Billy Joel, mm-hmm. I wouldn't feel nervous at all. I feel like I could say anything to that guy, and he'd be fine with it. He'd break he a, knows he'd break salt a of the earth, blue collar, Long Island Joe's. <laughs> he knows what I'm all about. I know what he's all about. There's no pretense there. I'd be like, "Hey, hey, Billy, cut the shit," and yeah. he'd be like, "I like you. I respect you." The, do you think Tom York would have a similar response? Tom York, he'd say, uh, "Excuse me, I have to use the toilet," and then he'd climb out the window while he was in there. Tom York would? Yeah. Why? Just to get away from you. Yeah, Tom York would not enjoy an audience with me. No. Uh, I'd be nervous around him, Tom. I would be shaking in my boots. Why are we doing this episode now? Do you think you'd feel better if you had Billy Joel with you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, but that would that would, that would would uh, spook Tom York. Oh, no, Tom bit. York would get real like, spooked oh, by Billy brought, Joel. He's brought Billy Joel with him. <laughs> oh, he's brought the piano man with him, eh? <laughs> uh, we're doing it because Scoundrels leaked, uh, what was it, 18 hours? Somewhere 17 or 18 17 hours. 17 hours of what do we call this? They're calling okay it the computer OK Computer Sessions. Right. So Radiohead's a band. <laughs> right. If you've listened this far and you're not sure what we're talking about, Radiohead's a band. People are like, are they talking about that Talking Heads song yeah. that's not that good? Yeah, Radiohead's a band. is a group of boys. They they each play a different instrument, but they can uh, most of them can play a few instruments, so... You know, uh, don't don't pigeonhole the, hey, any of them. Stop pigeon pigeonholing <laughs> Phil Selway. Yeah, and Ed O'Brien. You think Phil Selway can't pick up a guitar and play a few chords? Guess what? He sold more records than any of you guys playing guitar. Yeah, I mean, or not piano. by himself. What does he play? Uh, like uh, he plays like crooner stuff on piano and stuff. Does right? he? Yeah, he's got this other band. Oh, I don't think I knew that. Yeah. Oh, I did the know The drummer that. for Radiohead. Yeah, Tom, yeah, yeah, yeah. Phil Selway. Yeah. He sings songs like, And the world is all singing <laughs> together. Uh, so Scoundrels leaked these. It's They're, they're saying it's the OK Computer Sessions. It's basically like the raw sessions from when, when Radiohead was recording their seminal album, OK Computer. Their 1997 release with the self-loathing anthem <laughs> Karma Police and and more. Yeah, there's a there's quite a few self-loathing self-loathing anthems on there. That's yeah. a hard, but it's a real tongue twister. Yeah, those wordsmiths at Capitol Records <laughs> Marketing really knew what they were doing. Well, that's why they put it in print. Yeah, not radio it, ads. Yeah, 
Radio ad is what the <laughs> is what people call them in England. <laughs> Have you heard radio ad? Yeah. Oh, they call the band Radiohead Radio Ad. Yeah. I see. Well, I'm listening to the new radio <laughs> ad. Hi, what's it for? Um, Tom, uh, Radiohead are an English rock band formed in Abingdon on Thames. <laughs> Thames? Thames. 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 The Thames in 1985. Man, we we're going to get so many <laughs> fucking emails this week. Let's start over. Uh, the, the, the band consists of Tom York. Uh-huh. He plays, uh, he sings. He plays the guitar, piano, and keyboards, and I'd say some other things sometimes. Shaker. Sometimes he plays that little drum kit. Uh, oh, yeah. These two brothers, Johnny Greenwood mm-hmm. and Colin Greenwood. Johnny Greenwood plays the lead guitar, keyboards. Uh, he uh, hit. He plays this weird Moog, Moog synthesizer yeah, thing. Yeah, I think he plays like one of those old like operator switchboards sometimes. Yeah, he's plugging uh Things. Like connecting your call, sir. Yeah, uh, he uh, sometimes just has an old radio that he holds up to a, yeah, a that's microphone and true. just goes like and samples that. And, and then says, his brother, boy, look at my almost radio head. Yeah, and then his brother uh, Colin plays bass. Boom, 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 boom. Colin, I don't think <laughs> plays anything else. Uh, I'm sure if, if you put a guitar oh, he plays in his that, hand. Uh, that synth bass thing that they put in front of him yeah. sometimes. I feel like Colin, you have to put something in front of him. He's not going to walk across the stage. No, and you have to put something. something in front of him or else he'll wander off the stage yeah. if he's got nothing to do up there. Ed O'Brien, which mm. is this guy. Uh, the, the people's champion. He's got the... Uh, the cleanest hair in the band. Absolutely. Right? Always has, always will. Johnny Greenwood uh, might have <laughs> more luscious locks, but they're all greasy. Yeah. Ed O'Brien, he conditions his hair. Yeah, I was going to say, he looks like a head and shoulders man. Yeah. And then Phil Selway on drums, he's just another he regular old baldy. Yeah. Uh, and that was due to a uh, a prank early in their career where they... Uh, Replace his head and shoulders with Nair. Yeah. And, never and then grew never back. grew back. Yeah. He was steamed. Yeah. His head turned all red on top. <laughs> That's how angry he was. Tom, there are three people that uh, that you can consider the sixth member of Radiohead. Uh, but not all of them. Only one of them can be the sixth At member. any one time. Right. It depends on the context. It depends. Oh, I thought you were saying it depends on the contest. Like, there's a you know who you, yeah, who wants well, to be in radio. Their 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 longtime producer Nigel Godrich. Yeah, is the fastest one. So if you, if you were running a race, mm-hmm. he would be, and the winner of the race got to be the sixth member of Radiohead. Right, He'd but he well, they did do it, and he thought he won, but they were like, uh uh uh, no, that's just the first of many trials. Right. Stanley Donwood was this is this guy who makes uh, their their art and stuff. Yeah, right. Their, their doodles. Covers. Yeah, which look, it's fine. <laughs> right, he, he and Tom York cut up magazines and they're like, "We're sad." Yeah, well, jokes on them because then you know somebody got the same idea when they were holding them ransom. We'll yeah. we'll cut up a magazine, send Ooh, this maybe to all the papers. Stanley Donwood was a part of this. We'll solve this yet, Tom. <laughs> yeah. Um. And then the the third guy who is actually a sixth member, but sometimes, not all the time, this guy, Clive Deemer. Who's that? This other bald guy that plays drums along with them. Oh, so they're like, nah, it'll be too confusing for everybody. 
Yeah, well, we don't... people will associate bald with drums. <laughs> right. Hurts a lot of other drummers. Yeah. yeah we don't want our audience, uh, you know, uh, s- sitting in our audience sitting at a concert and the whole time we've got to uh, play over a chorus of dummies saying, I'm seeing double. Right. Well, it's fine. They Yeah, they, they play pretty loud instruments, so. Yeah, they got amplifiers. Uh, sometimes when it's not loud enough, Johnny Greenwood will go like this, chun, 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 chun. <laughs> and that means turn it up. No, no, that's what he—that's what he does just to make it louder. Oh, you ever hear the song "Creep"? Yeah, I mean he does it during a part in "Creep." He doesn't do it during he other does, songs. He does. He's like, man, it's too quiet in here. I can hear all these dummies talking about how they're seeing double. <laughs> oh, 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 I'm seeing double. <laughs> chun, 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 chun. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Pay attention. <laughs> Uh, Tom, I told you we gotta get rid of this other this other cue ball. <laughs> so they had this uh, this this album that nobody really listened to except for the the song "Creep," mm-hmm. Pablo Honey. And then they made some other records, um, but OK Computer was the one that really catapulted them into superstardom. Tom. Yes, yeah. Uh, it went diamond, I think. Maybe I think uh, by this point it's diamond. It sold uh, something like. 10 billion copies, I think. <laughs> I think it was 10 billion copies. I think it was. But it was in the millions. Yeah. Critically acclaimed. Critically acclaimed. Lots of singles. Uh, I would say it's the reason they got into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame earlier this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then some scoundrel was like, oh, I'm going to leak all these things. 17 hours, 16, 18, some yeah. amount of hours, which Tom, OK Computer, is like, what, the best album ever? Uh, One of them? Yeah, it's, it's certainly of like the 90s, absolutely. Yeah. It's top five 90s record. Oh, easily. I heard about this and I was like, oh, <laughs> I, I would listen this to this. Like, oh, I miss that in the 90s. I should check that out. I'm going to go to the dark web, not the intellectual dark web. Tom. <laughs> right, I'm too afraid to go there. The I'm too afraid to web. debate people. <laughs> right. So I went to the dummy dark web and I was like, uh, let me look for this. Uh-huh. And uh, put on a pot of coffee because I'm not going to sleep for the next 18 hours. Right. And I had already. Until I've cracked this case. I had already been up for 12 hours. Oh, wow. So we're looking at 30 hours. Why were you up for those first 12 hours? Just doing my normal calisthenics. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, I do 12 hours on every other day. Just exercises. Just, that must be very, not even early in the morning. That must start late the night before. Not it even late. early in the morning. I just clear my day. Oh, okay. Like 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Then I watch Jeopardy. And on <laughs> those days, sometimes I get right back into bed and, and read a biography of great Americans. <laughs> you pluralized that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I read many biographies about many great Americans. Wow, that's uh, inspiring. It's how I know uh, how to be a great American. Huh. And Tom, I'm proud to be an American, where at least I know I'm free. Wow. Those uh, lyrics written by Tom Tom, York himself. Really? Oh, I didn't know he ghost wrote a lot of stuff, I guess. No, they said that's a Radiohead song. Uh Huh. God bless the USA. And nobody's called them out for that? He's not even American. I mean, hey, fake it till you make it, right? Everybody's <laughs> right. like, well, one day. Right. One day he'll come to America uh, and see what our uh, what, what these uh, hamburgers this, are all about. Yeah, all of this is Tom York. He's just like, I want to eat a hamburger, <laughs> and I want to see what America's like. Yeah. He's not a vegan by choice. Is he a vegan? 
He's vegetarian. I think he's vegan. He seems like he would be a vegan. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, he's kind of got a cool attitude these days. He does. He's he's mellowed out Not a little bit. Not that vegans don't have cool <laughs> attitudes. Right. I mean, some do, some don't, same as uh, anybody. Right. Look, I, I'm already going to get hate mail for saying Thames wrong. Yeah, they're, they're right now some... Uh, some uh, English person's just, uh, cr- some English vegan just crumpled up the letter they were writing to you and like, no, no, I got to start. Now he's going yeah. after vegans, yeah, too. Yeah, I'm not coming after vegans, Tom. Yeah, you're a vegetarian. You're on- uh, I'm on uh, I'm on your side, guys. Yeah. I mean, they would say you're not. They would I know. say you're a coward, but- I am a bit of a coward. Yeah, but- But the, for like a lot of different reasons. Right. Not just because I like eating cheese. <laughs> um, what, were, what were you saying about- how do we get on this? Oh, uh, oh, yeah. So you you heard that these leaked, right? Uh huh. And then, uh, but did, you couldn't find them on the dummy dark web. Yeah, because I don't know how to find things. Uh, Apple F. Yeah, I tried that. Okay, depends on which web page you're on. You can't just do it anywhere. I went to Google.com. Uh-huh. Did Apple F Radiohead OK Computer Session Files. And dot com. Wh- and what happened? Nothing. Yeah. No, you got to put it in a different box there. Yeah. Uh, you know what happened? What? Uh, my my screen filled up uh, with uh, like hundreds and hundreds of smiley faces. And then it went, you lose, sucker. And then the Joker's <laughs> face came up. <laughs> wow. Yeah, but it was all pixelated and stuff. I don't think you should do that, the 12 hours of calisthenics, Tim. I think uh, it might be too much. What do you mean? I mean, it just seems like it, it might be stressing you out. It might be causing uh, I've never been more issues relaxed. in your life. I've never been the, more relaxed. In the rest of your life. Uh, so you couldn't find it on the dummy dark web. You right. couldn't find it by doing Apple F on Google.com. Yeah. So what did you do next? Nothing. No, you turned to me. Oh, yeah, I asked you. <laughs> yeah, the nothing. <laughs> you turned to me and I found it. Yeah. Um, and you found it and... Uh, I started listening to it. Yeah. And I was like, I don't have time for this. If I was 15, when, when as I was when OK Computer came out, mm-hmm. or even 16, 16, 17, I would say up until the year 2003. Okay. I would have devoured this thing like it was a big roast beef sandwich and I was uh, <laughs> Dagwood. You've already established moments ago that you're vegetarian. Yeah, but Dagwood Bumstead isn't. Oh, okay. So if you had embodied the fictional character Dagwood from comic strips who likes sandwiches. Yeah, and uh, especially something all-American like roast beef. I read a, a biography about Dagwood <laughs> Bumstead, Tom. Oh, and that's why you're, you're trying to drop it in here? Yeah. So, uh, so you Roast sound, beef was his favorite. So you sound well-read. Yeah. Uh, Tom, this was, was it, just like... Was it a biography or was it a collection of Blondie comic strips? I would argue that told the story well, of Dagwood Bumstead's life. Because last week you told me you read a biography about Blondie, and I thought, oh, he read a book about the band. Yeah, no. And I, then you showed it well, to I me, don't and know it was what, just a collection of, you to that of, of comic strips. Conclusion, but no, I, I read a compendium of vignettes mm-hmm. that made up a man's entire adult life. Yeah. I learned a lot about him, Tom. Sounds like you only learned that he likes roast beef sandwiches. I don't think that's even true. 
What do you mean? <laughs> he eats any sandwich. How these particular? Yeah, he'll eat any. Tom, you eat a lot of things, but you have a favorite thing to eat, right? Yeah. The, I, I think Dagwood's favorite thing to eat was a sandwich with as many ingredients as possible on it. Yes, but he especially liked it when one of those ingredients was roast beef. I don't even know how he could tell the way he would build some of these sandwiches. They were so tall. Yeah, I know. He had a very sophisticated <laughs> palate, though. He could pick out anything. That was one of the things. He was blindfolded one time, and he knew exactly all the ingredients. I'm going to open up a restaurant in uh, New York City. Okay. going to get a Michelin Good star. Luck. It's just going to be a uh, like a deli counter. But that's going to be the whole meal, and I'm going to say it's a deconstructed Dagwood sandwich. So what is it? It's just ever. It's just an entire deli counter. And Why would just, that get you a Michelin star? Because they'd be like, "Wow, uh, people, people, foodies like deconstructed food." You know what deconstructed food is? What's deconstructed? It's when food you thing? like break things down into their individual ingredients, right? So you think just having like boar's head? Yeah, just like ham. all the coal cuts out. It'd be like it's a in a platter. No, it'd be like a deli counter. So just be a normal deli. Yeah, counter. except there'd be chairs you could pull up to the deli counter. But the deli counter would be too high for chairs. Yeah, I get a high chair. No, I'd probably just get some phone books to sit on. So, just some normal chairs. <laughs> yeah, stacked with like six or seven phone books. They're not that high, Tom. You're thinking of a pharmacist counter, ha- Tom. Who worked in a butcher shop? That Me was a long you? time ago. You were shorter then. You were you were but a boy. Uh, your your memories are distorted. I don't know, Tom. And I don't think you've seen how thin the yellow pages are these days. Oh, I can imagine. With yeah. with everything going on. Well, with the internet and that intellectual dark web. Yeah, who needs the yellow pages? Um so I found uh, yeah, I, I'm, look, I'm, I don't have time to listen to all these demos. Yeah. It sounds like a band rehearsing. Right. I've been in bands for a long time. I know what that sounds like. Give me the finished record, guys. <laughs> well, they did that. They did that over 20 years ago. Yeah, they gave I know. everybody the finished record. So I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, so uh, are you mad? I'm not, I'm not mad. I'm just, I don't see. You're mad at the band for something that was stolen from them yeah. and illegally leaked online. Well, hey, guys. Lock that stuff up. Yeah. Because then you you wasted about 20 minutes of my time today. <laughs> well, As I was skipping through and I was like, nah, yeah, okay, a rehearsal version of Paranoid Android where like they're not playing very tightly. Cool. No. Um, you know where I could hear that? Like any band trying to play Paranoid Android. Right. I mean, it was still wouldn't be Radiohead doing it. But if it's Radiohead doing it badly. Have you ever seen Radiohead on an off night? No. Oh, yeah, I've seen, like, YouTube videos and stuff where, like, they have to, like, keep restarting songs and things like that, yeah. which I actually like. I think that's very uh, charming. Yeah. When they're, like, Especially nah, then they're fuck. so precise. Yeah. Um, and apparently the backstory of this leak is that uh, they put out, like, an OK Computer 20th anniversary thing a couple of years ago. Yeah, you know what? I feel bad that I was the recipient that you forced this leak <laughs> onto me. Uh-huh. Um, I'm gonna go. Oh, to the it wasn't a leak. Store. I had this from uh, the band. Oh, are you uh, the unofficial sixth member? Uh, I'm in the running. Oh. What's your special skill? Um, uh, 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 grout, grouting tiles. Oh, really? Yeah. Never known you to do that. 
I'm not very good at it, but nobody You're else in the band does Stanley it. Yeah. Donwood. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, he's not the best artist in the world, but he's the best artist that Radiohead knows. Oh, don't let Tom York hear you say that. <laughs> he would say he's the best artist I know. He is. He is, isn't he? Uh, Tom. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go by out of guilt that, uh, the uh, deluxe edition vinyl of of the OK Computer officially released thing. I they mean, still have one just, at Rough Trade. It's three hundred dollars. You could just delete the files. I already did delete the files, Tom. Yeah, well, that's not going to save you from jail time. What? No. Those were fingerprinted. <laughs> With my fingerprints? Uh yeah, and the bands. Wow. The, I mean, the bands' fingerprints are all over it. <laughs> This week's episode of The Complete Guide to Everything is sponsored by OpenFit. Tom, uh-huh. getting fit and staying healthy always sounds easier said than done, right? I'm always telling that to uh, pencil necks. Yeah, yeah. Well, OpenFit is bringing you something new that makes it even easier to never miss a sweat session, Tom. A sweat session. That a workout. Yeah. Look, you lose the commute uh, to the gym. Right. And let the workouts come to you, to your home, wherever How? you are. How on earth would I do that? Tom, OpenFit takes all of the complexity out of losing weight and getting fit. It's a brand new, super simple streaming service mm. that allows you to work out from the comfort of your living room in as little as 10 minutes a day. Well, surely even I could find time to fit that in. 10 minutes in your living room, Tom. Yeah. Uh, it couldn't be simpler. Everyone's uh, bodies are different, and OpenFit gets that, which is why it's personalized to your needs with uh, custom-tailored t- uh, original content. They have amazing trainers and classes. Mm-hmm. Uh, their classes are led by some of the most effective and engaging trainers in the world. You can sculpt your body with Andrea Rogers, Tom. Do you know who that is? Uh, She's the founder of the worldwide sensation Extend Bar. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, and then you cut me off. Or you could get in crazy good shape with Hunter McIntyre. I'll stop you right there. Hunter McIntyre was named by Sports Illustrated as one of the top 50 fittest athletes. Huh. These trainers know how to get you results quick. It's super simple. You can forget all the complexity and stress around getting fit and just press play and work out on your schedule. But, Tom, I put this thing on my Roku. Huh. You know I love Roku and you yeah. know I love uh, streaming apps. Right. I hate downloads. Signed up for this this open fit. They got this yoga class. Uh-huh. There's this yoga studio in my in, in my very own neighborhood, Tom. Okay. It takes about, I'd say, seven minutes to walk there. Yeah. And they, they're like, oh, this is this is when the class is at yeah. 6 p.m. It's Hope like, that fits your schedule. Yeah, and guess what? Nine times out of ten, it doesn't fit my dang schedule. Yeah. And then add to it, my wife also likes to go to yoga. Mm-hmm. So guess what we do? We move the we move the 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 coffee table a little bit. Do yoga in our own in our own uh, in our own living room, watching these beefcakes on the, on the on the on the screen. And your marriage is stronger than ever. Yeah, look, OpenFit has changed the way I work out, and with our code Guide, you can join me on a fitness journey personalized just for you. Again, use my code Guide. And start using OpenFit for your journey to a healthier life. Right now, during uh, the OpenFit 30-Day Challenge, our listeners get a special extended 30-day free trial membership to OpenFit, where you can lose up to 15 pounds in 30 days when you text GUIDE to 303030. Just kidding. (laughs) 303030, right? Oh, okay. 
you'll get uh, full access to OpenFit, all the workouts and nutrition information, uh, totally free. Again, just text GUIDE to 303030. Standard message and data rates may apply. All right, Tom, a lot of people don't know this, but the only reason this award-winning podcast even exists... Mm-hmm. This podcast has never won an award. We were nominated for something like nine years ago. Yeah. And we didn't We might have it. won, though. We didn't go that night. No. Because I there put on my tux, and I was like, eh, it no, doesn't fit me right. There wasn't a, a thing. It was like a like one of those fake things where it's like, you're nominated for an award. Give us $75. No, it was just like, get all your fans to vote for us. And I was like, oh, no, nobody knows what this is. They just want us to get our fans to vote yeah. so that- other people hear about it sign up for right yeah sign up for an account and vote yeah no way we wouldn't sub- we wouldn't subject you guys to- i mean that's the kind of shit maybe radiohead would pull yeah that's like, how they originally got big yeah they they just wanted to win a bunch of contests and they were always yeah. telling their fans hey vote for us go to living com. <laughs> yeah. uh tom sign our change.org petition to get uh uh, episode eight of Star Wars re rewritten and reshot. We wouldn't have this podcast. <laughs> then when you this say we, year, we, you mean the world? Yeah, the world would be without complete guide to everything if we didn't uh, go see Radiohead yeah. one fateful night in two thousand one. Yeah, in uh, early September of two thousand one. Yeah. Maybe it was August. Uh, yeah. It might have been late. It might have been like August 29th, I think. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Like I said, late August. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, just for some reason, that date popped into my head. You and I, not uh, friends. Well, we were friends We by were friends, right. But we weren't like hanging out alone friends. Yeah. And I don't know why we went to this <laughs> concert. Uh, Everybody else had gone back to college. Yeah, I think that's what it was. And uh, my college started late, and you went to college in the city. Yeah, New York City. So we went to Liberty State Park. Mm-hmm. Uh, we saw Radiohead play with uh, them gleaming Twin Towers right in the background yeah. the whole time. Yeah. Right? Yeah. As I tell the story that happened. Yeah. I was very drunk, Tom. We were both very drunk. Uh, A couple of, I was what, 19? I was 19 years young at the time. Yeah, I was 20. So we had. We were not allowed to drink. We had vodka by, by right? law. Yeah, we had put it in um, orange juice. Yeah, we were drinking screwdrivers, uh, <laughs> like on like the Jersey. Like my grandma used to. Yeah, we didn't know any better. Yeah, we're like, how do we get drunkest quickest? Well, let's buy vodka, and then we tasted the vodka. We're like, yeah. this tastes awful. Yeah. So we got orange juice, right? And we, mix it together, and we sat outside that that concert, like before, before it started. Yeah, we got there like five hours early. Yeah, and it's me and you just got wrecked on <laughs> screwdrivers sitting. On, it was lovely. It we was. Were, we were sitting on a bench in the park. Yeah, as like the sun was setting, it was very nice. I think that's what uh 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 you know made us become friends. Yeah. We really opened up to each other. Yeah. I don't remember a goddamn thing. And then we put the rest of our vodka into water bottles. Yeah, or Snapple bottles or, or yeah. something. Something that did, didn't look like it belonged in. And we were uh, walking in 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and we were like, okay, we'll play it cool. Bring the rest of this vodka. Yeah, in. and we'll we'll go in separately. So yeah, different lines. We'll yeah. go through security. Um, that way, uh, if one of us gets this vodka com- uh, confiscated, the other one will get it. Oh uh, yeah, I forgot. I thought it was like for stealth, but then yeah, it was like no. Then only one of us has to make it yeah. in because these are like all vodka. Yeah, and I was hammered, Tom. Yeah. And I came in, and they were like, uh, <laughs> I think the 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 security guard was like, uh, you can't bring in that uh, that water bottle. It's not sealed. And I was like, ah, come on. And he's like, all right, well, is it water in there? And I went, nah, it's vodka. <laughs> yeah. And, then, and he- then he made me pour it out, and then I yelled across all the lines to you, who was also getting checked by security at the same time, and I went, Tom, it didn't work. He knew it was vodka in the water bottle. Yeah, and I was getting mine through. The guy didn't yeah. notice, and he was like, ah, 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 and uh, took it from me. Turns out to be a blessing in disguise, because oh, we would have died yeah. if we drank yeah. any more alcohol. Yeah, no, we were good. Uh, we didn't need that. And then some large man just collapsed on me. Remember? Yeah, we were that was the one of opening? the funniest things I've ever seen. It was beta band opening. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I, was I don't talk- remember any part of their set. I don't remember any part of Radiohead's set. Uh, and I remember uh, like talking to you, and I turned back to you at one point. I'm like, oh, that's weird. Tim disappeared. And then I looked down, and there was a giant man on top of you. Yeah, he had passed out from drugs, Tom. Yeah, but like on his feet and just fell backwards. and coll- You were squished like a bug underneath him. Like yeah. I could barely even see you. He was that big. Yeah. It was a, it was a miracle. I... Uh, survived. And then I think his friends were like mad at you. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> what happened. Like, I, I reflexively, just because I'm a coward. Sorry, sorry, yeah, I got sorry. up. I was like, sorry. And they were like, man, that's fucked up. It's like, mm. wait, wait, what did I you do? pulled our friend on to you. Yeah. <laughs> um, great show. 10 yeah. out of 10. Uh, I hopped the turnstile. Do you remember that? I do. And it started everybody hopping the turnstile. Yeah. The cops are still after you, Tom. Between that and, and bootlegging this Radiohead <laughs> thing, you're the the number one suspect in this Radiohead <laughs> kidnapping case that they've been trying to crack. Like Tim, how could I have kidnapped Radiohead if I'm here recording this right now while the band is still missing? That's fair. No. I mean, I could have tied them up. Could have put gags in their mouths so nobody would hear them yelling and said, boys, I'll be back. I have to go record a podcast. About you, which would be the sweetest revenge. <laughs> right. That's what really drove them nuts. That's when they all went, <laughs> with the gags in their mouths. So Radiohead had, uh, has nine albums. Okay. That's a lot of albums. One nobody's ever heard. Pablo Honey? Pablo Honey. People except have for the heard song Pablo Creep. Honey. It's a good uh, album. You know what? People say that. I mean, I guess yeah, anything I mean, named people... for a classic Jerky Boys bit has to be. Well, look, that's not bad. <laughs> I would, if they hadn't done that, I would have liked to have named something after a classic Jerky Boys sketch. Tom, that Jerky Boys, everybody go right now and mm. Google Jerky Boys Pablo Honey. It's 46 seconds. Yeah. And it sucks. Yeah. It's, it's not it's, funny. It's got to be one of the worst Jerky Boys yeah. uh, sketches. Jerky Boys, for people not from the 90s, <laughs> uh, made crank calls and recorded them. Many of them were racist and homophobic. This one, 
Yeah, like a, a little racist, I guess. Yeah, it it had a it was it's a character speaking of in some kind of accent, right? But I think it's just generic foreign guy yeah. accent. Yeah. Foreign. Anyway, it's not funny. Right. And but but it was funny enough that Radiohead. Radiohead. <laughs> here's the elephant in the room with Radiohead. Yeah. They're a little cheesy. Yeah, they're a little corny. Yeah. They they uh they they like uh like paranoid android Tom that song. Yeah. Uh Ed O'Brien, you mm-hmm. know him, yeah. band member. He yeah. said we wanted to make a crossing of Queen's Bohemian Rhapsody and the Pixies. Yeah. Like, I bet cool. all the other guys yeah. were like, "Hey, shut up. That was just <laughs> for in the studio we say that." <laughs> yeah. No, we only listen to like Can and <laughs> yeah. Brian Eno if anybody asks. Yeah. God damn it, Ed. That's why we don't let you do interviews. Um, Yeah, like if you look at their early stuff, like jokes that they were trying to make on like early albums and like interviews and stuff, they're real corny. And then you can kind of tell like you get a better idea of them when they got like real serious of like, oh, this is like two sides of the same coin. Like you guys just go like all in on something, even if it's corny. Yeah. But, Early but on, it their worked. videos were just them uh, blowing up girls' skirts with leaf blowers. <laughs> but it worked. Well, like, you know, uh, okay, I mean, Ben's into OK Computer and then Kid A for sure when they were just like, no, we're like dark now. We're like very introspective guys. Yeah, uh, but then like sometimes you'd, you'd see them in, a, in an interview and they'd be like, what are the influence? Hey, jazz, you know, jazz. We've been listening to lots of jazz, like... Miles Davis. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's stuff you might not have heard of. Um, yeah, I was reading the, this anecdote about uh, the lion and paranoid android, speaking of which, uh, kicking, screaming, Gucci little piggy. Yeah. Reference- Tom, they hate Gucci. <laughs> Gucci Mane? They, they would never cross Gucci Mane. <laughs> uh, uh, it was a reference to an encounter Tom York had with a woman who threw a fit after somebody spilled a drink on her in a bar. There was a look in the woman's eyes that I've never seen anywhere. Couldn't uh, he said he couldn't sleep that night because of it? Because a woman got <laughs> mad that somebody spilled her drink. Yeah, which like is understandable if somebody spills their drink. Like we don't know the other context. It could be like, yeah, this guy who is super drunk nah, like fell into the table. Even if this woman is in the wrong, yeah. Have you ever been so scared at somebody that got angry at a bar that you couldn't sleep that night? I don't. Tom York, come on. Toughen up a little bit. Yeah. Take a joke, man. We're kidding. Well, and same thing. Uh, I didn't mean it. Uh, like, I always knew he was real uh, uh, parent that he was a paranoid android himself yeah. about uh, car crashes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't know it was, it stemmed from he and his girlfriend were in a car crash in 1987. Uh, she got whiplash, but he was unharmed. Like, he was fine. That's so like, you know, you get to write one song about something that happened where you didn't get hurt. And like, look, like I just whiplash imagine, is a real thing. No, and that's what I'm saying. Like, but mm-hmm. she got whiplash. <laughs> she didn't get like. Uh, I'm See, I'm imagining it the other way. I'm imagining for like the next, uh, you know, like decade, uh, this woman was in a full body cast and he's out there going like, oh, I'm really afraid of cause. <laughs> it's like, you were fine. I should be writing the song about cars. Yeah, and that's why uh, uh, 
I don't know. Tom, <laughs> <laughs> can I be Jesus. honest with you? Yeah, what's going on? <laughs> I'm sick. I'm very sick. You, know, you were talking for a minute, and I stopped listening. <laughs> I was reading something else, uh-huh. and then I was like, I'll jump in this uh, with a joke. But then I realized... I didn't hear what Tom said, yeah. <laughs> so I just said, and that's why, and then I was expecting- <laughs> A I joke think, to pop into your head? <laughs> yeah, but like I had no context to what you were talking about. Yeah, it's hard to make a joke when you have zero context. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, they have uh, more songs about cars than any other band, uh, even the Cars. Uh, I don't know about that. Are you trying to argue that every song by the Cars is kind of about cars? It's got cars right in the name of the yeah, band. it's true. You ever hear the song Drive? I've seen the movie that the it was based on. No, you didn't. Uh, it's based on a real cool movie called Drive starring uh, <laughs> the boy, the, the handsome boy everybody loves. The handsome boy everybody loves. And Albert Brooks. I've seen, no, I haven't seen Cars the movie. Tom, they made three of them. You don't have time for that shit. They made three of those things? Yeah. In yeah. a spinoff called Planes, and maybe a Planes 2. Wow. How am I yeah. supposed to keep up with all that? I don't know. They're for children. Yeah. Uh, do you remember what you were going to say or no? I had nothing to say. <laughs> uh, I was going to make a joke based on what you said, but I hadn't heard what you said. <laughs> Uh, all right, so we talked about uh, OK Computer. Then after that, a few years later, they followed it up with a, a double whammy, Kid A and, a- and Amnesiac. How how far after was Amnesiac from Kid A? Uh, I would say like nine months or so. Like a baby? Yeah. Um, Kid A was- uh, I don't think it was that far. I don't think it was that long, rather. They were the same sessions. Right. Uh, and that was- I remember that being really cool. That was the first time I had experienced a band I like having like, hey, guess what? That uh, Remember how you were anticipating that new album for so long and it took so long to get here? Well, guess what? The new album's going to be out uh, way quicker than, than uh, the time that last one took because we already made it. Kid A was released uh, October 2nd mm-hmm. in the year 2000. That's okay. what you have to say when it's 2000. Uh, Amnesiac was released June 4th, 2001. November, December. Eight months. Yeah. Uh, so, okay. So it wasn't nine no, months. No, it's though. actually, wait, June what? June 4th. Yeah, eight months. Okay. So, yeah, wow. Tell me. <laughs> Just saying is all. Um, and Amnesiac came in a book, I remember. The, or at least the version I got came yeah. in a book. I spent so much money on Radiohead Special Edition. Yeah, they were the first like uh, uh, band that, that was like fleecing us. Yeah, they were like, let's not even wait until they're uh, <laughs> yeah, till like, they baby have like boomer unbelievable age. amount of disposable money. Let's fucking pump them for all their work yeah. now. I think they were the first ones to realize like, oh, these millennials will never have money. So like, <laughs> yeah, let's just get, get all now. their d- disposable income. At every stage of their life, we can't yeah. just wait till they turn like fifty, right? Although then they then they turned that on its head within rainbows, where they said, "You know what? We've taken enough. You tell us how much. Yeah, pay uh, what you will. Pay pay what you what 
pay what you want, not pay what you will. Pay whatever you will. Yeah. Pay what, whatever, uh, whatever. No, no, no. Write us into your will. Oh. That's what they meant by that. That's how they've got Pay so with rich. your will. <laughs> uh, but that Don't was... pay us now. Right. But give us everything when you croak. Now, I remember at the time, that was uh, a huge thing. Well, A, they announced the album. That'd be a good thing for like. Uh... <laughs> Put us in your will? Yeah, like uh, you know, like AMC or something, uh-huh. where uh, they're like uh, their competitor to Movie Pass. Yeah, it's like oh, A list or something. It's called? like you know, fifteen dollars a month, and you can go see, or it's twenty dollars a month. And you can, and see, you can see, see a few unlimited. movies. How about they're like, <laughs> hey, do it for free, but when you die, you have to will us all of your money. And I mean, possessions. you're explaining a reverse mortgage. <laughs> You're saying that the movie theaters should get in on reverse mortgages to people. No, just all your assets. So even more, not just your house, everything you own. And we'll let you see a few movies a month for free. Unlimited. Okay. Up to one a day. Up to five a month. (laughs) Hardly seems worth it. Even if if it's a a What if you lived a hundred more years, Tom? Well, I'm not going to live a hundred more years. Well, not you. You don't take care of yourself. Well, I don't. Most people. Are. Twelve hours of calisthenics <laughs> every other day, Tom. Anyway, when when In Rainbows was announced, it was another like, "Hey, we got a new album. It's coming out like next week," and the the pay what you want thing, uh, and everybody was like, "This is gonna shake up everything," and like it kind of did. It kind of didn't. I mean, it certainly got people used to the idea that they if you want music, music, you don't have to pay for yeah, it. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, that's what people left with that. They were like, this is great. It's free. Okay. Yeah. I want that for everything. Did you pay for that album at all? Uh, I did. I forget I how much lying. I did. I no, I paid for it. I think you proudly said, fuck those guys. They're so rich. What do they need my <laughs> yeah, money for? That sounds like something I would have thought. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the thing with that is, uh, they put an album up on the internet mm-hmm. in 2007 when this was like novel. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a friend of the show, Jeff Rosenstock, had been doing it uh, for a while, the pay-what-you-want right. uh, thing. But everybody was like, oh, this is a sea change. It's like, yeah, when one of the biggest bands in the world does it, right? Like they were like, oh, this is the new model for the music industry. No. Every band can do this. And look how much money Radiohead made from it. It's like, yeah, because they had labels doing cool Beavis and Butthead advertisements <laughs> right. for, for uh, 15 years before this happened. Yeah, yeah, they had already worked up such a fan base, yeah. and you know, a band like them too. It's like, uh, yeah, they're they're getting such a small percentage, but they have such diehard fans that they stand to make more. I think they said on average, people paid three dollars for that album. They've not made three dollars per album on anything else they've released. Yeah, you know, they people kind of point to that, like, "Oh, look, it failed." And it's like, no, nah, I think Radiohead were probably real happy with how much money they made off that album. I don't think Radiohead even cared, man. They were too busy being moping. Now they're like, now they don't mope anymore. No, now they're just they, like, they, uh, yeah, they're 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 good boys now. They seem like they've kind of like gotten over themselves a little bit. I don't, I don't think they even like had to get over themselves. I think they just kind of realized. Oh yeah, it's like put on a show for the press anymore about uh and like we don't have to do interviews. I disagree with you. We don't assessment. have to do interviews we don't want to anymore. Yeah, I think I think they were I don't think they were putting on a show. I think they really hated touring. Well, I was that's why I kind of corrected myself. I don't think myself. they were like faking it in that documentary meeting people is easy where it's like 
they were just like upset <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. depressed all the time. It's like, why would you, why would you pretend to do that? Well, yeah, I was going to say it wasn't so much pretending that it was, uh, after all that stuff, they kind of realized, oh, we have more money than we could ever spend. We don't have to do press tours and yeah. shit like that if we don't want to anymore. And then uh, they released The King of Limbs, and they were like, we don't even have to make good albums anymore. <laughs> right. We could just. And people still love whatever. us. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get together and, you know, make some garbage. I, 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 look, to each his own. Mm-hmm. I actually listened to The King of Limbs uh, last year. Mm-hmm. Did you see, when's, when's the last time you saw them? I have only August seen them. August 29th, Yeah, it's only that one time I've seen really? them. Really? Yeah, that's it. I've seen. I was supposed to see them at that concert that got canceled. Which, Remember? Oh, Field Day Fest yeah. on, on Long Island. Yeah. Yeah, there was a big festival before festivals were everywhere. Right. Uh, got canceled. Tom, I've seen them probably over 10 times. What? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I've seen them a whole bunch. Like, wow, you're a real Radiohead head. I saw them when Kid why A came you, out. Why didn't you let me see them one of those times instead of you? I offered you tickets every time. Not every time. No. One time, I, <laughs> I slept out. You want to know the 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 most, the, the sentence that I'm proudest of, but also makes me sound like the oldest fuck in the world? Sure. Uh, one time in college, yeah. I slept out on the street overnight outside of Tower Records <laughs> so I could buy tickets to the Radiohead concert when they went on sale in the morning. From Ticketmaster. Yeah. Yeah, it does make you sound old as fuck. Yeah. Why Only the you? first two people in line got <laughs> tickets. <laughs> they were playing the Roseland Ballroom yeah. right uh, when Kid A came out. It was... uh. It was it was way too small. They should have been selling out the garden. Why didn't you buy tickets on your phone? Uh, you mean I didn't even have a cell phone at the time. Wow. Yeah, not even uh, a Nokia, which is what shitheads had back in the old times. <laughs> what, is, what does that even mean? What? <laughs> All right. Uh, do you have anything else to say about Radiohead? Before I we... like Radiohead. <laughs> I thought their last album was really good. Yeah. Um. And I'm sorry that I uh, had in my possession because a friend forced those uh, illegal <laughs> bootlegs on me today. Um. They're gone now, and I'm going to buy the $300 box set as penance. All right, let's solve a problem. Do you have something you want to say about Radiohead? Uh. Maybe apologize for calling them all mopey. The like most cliche thing that everybody says about them. Welcome to Tim and Tom Solve Your Problems. Uh, Why are you dragging this out? Just what? <laughs> you're Tim, I'm Tom. We're going to solve a problem. If you have a problem you'd like us to solve, uh, you can email us at thecompleteguideeverything at gmail.com. You can email us at thecompleteguideeverything at gmail.com. <laughs> what did I say? You, you, you mumbled your way through it. All one word. <laughs> <laughs> one word, no spaces in there. Tom, this uh, comes from a lady. Okay. This problem, she doesn't ask us to to not use her name. Janelle. Janelle. 
Dear Tim and Tom, mm-hmm. her name's not really Janelle. Yeah, I know. That's why I suggested it. I just listened to last week's episode, congratulations, uh, and realized- <laughs> Did she say congratulations? That you two are uniquely qualified to solve my problem. Like Tim, uh-huh. I am the owner of a 2004 Toyota Corolla. Okay. Cool. Uh, but I spent- Yours is a 2004? Hell yeah. Oh, okay. We drive the same car. Not the same actual car, the same <laughs> naked model. share a car. Yeah. But I spent the last two weeks driving my parents' Kia Soul while they were out of town, and I was most impro- impressed with its modern amenities. My car has manual everything. Windows, locks, seats, and the antenna just fell off. Do you think you it's a manual a, transmission? Uh, if she said manual everything, it's not a manual transmission, then you can't say it's a manual everything. But she said important. manual everything, Emmanuel I Lewis. So. <laughs> Windows. She had a Manuel Lewis in there. A yeah. Manuel Lewis. Yeah, every Manuel Lewis. Uh, she have to put her feet through the floorboards like this, like the Flintstones, to make it go. What do you mean? Because it's old. Uh, it's manual. Oh, I see. Um, it has <laughs> manual some, engine. It has some body damage, like you, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's me. Your face is ugly. Uh, some of it uh, my fault. Some of it not. Frankly, it's starting to get a little embarrassing. The Kia has all kinds of cool stuff, like a backup camera, but my favorite thing was that the car would automatically start playing my podcasts. In my car, I have to start the podcast and then put my phone into the driver's side door armrest, which acts as a little bit of an amplifier. That's depressing. (laughs) So here's my problem. Should I get a new car? I'm hesitant because I've always said that I would drive the Toyota until it died, in, until it was on fire on the side of the road. Uh, but I paid $2,000 for it six years ago, so I've uh, gotten my money's worth. I don't drive very much, uh, only about 3,000 miles per year. A new car really isn't a necessity. Is it okay to buy a new car so that I can more easily listen to podcasts on my seven-minute commute? Thanks, and I love the show, Janelle. She has a seven-minute commute? Well, I yeah. guess that makes sense. Uh, she only drives 3,000 yeah. miles a year. So, first of all, mm-hmm. I'd like to point out, my, I have a manual transmission. I have manual... I, I you mean, have a manual... No, no, no. I have automatic transmission. <laughs> yeah. I have automatic windows and locks. Uh, oh, so you, you, you had the upgrade package on your 2004. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I paid... I paid five thousand dollars well, for mine. Yeah, well, so. that's where the money went. Yeah, um, the seats are are manual, but like, who cares? Yeah. How? Hey, you know what? How much are you do you moving around your seats? Yeah, I don't like uh, whenever I get in a car with manual seats because they always take. It's like I'm like, nah. If you just had the bar, I could just smash it back yeah, into somebody's smash knees. Smash it back into somebody's knees. <laughs> Tom, do you have a car? I do have a car. What? <laughs> what do you drive? You setting me up? <laughs> you know I have a car. Uh, Tim, you know I have a Kia Soul. Wow. So what this woman is yeah. asking, is she a Tim or is she a Tom? And right that, now she's a Tim, but I think she aspires to be a Tom. Well, it, I think that probably sums up uh, a lot of our listeners. Really? Yeah. Why do you say that? Tims that aspire to be Toms. <sighs> 
But then some Tom, of them, your, some of them hey, have already Kia made Soul it. Does your Kia Soul have a backup camera? No, I tried to put a backup camera in the car, and I like fucked up everything. <laughs> <laughs> you, you were you were bragging about how you went and bought a backup camera system. Yeah, and then I bought like a new like Android uh, radio, uh, the you know console thing. A paranoid Android. <sighs> Uh, it made me par. I electrocuted myself trying to put it in there. Yeah, and didn't you like screw up all the lighting and electric in your car? Uh, no, that I didn't do. <coughs> excuse me, a bad job of. But um, the damn radio was just like so slow to to do things, and I missed having like just actual buttons, so I wouldn't have to like look and be like, all right, yeah. that, let me tap that. It's like now I want like a knob so I can just turn the volume. So I took it out and put the uh, the factory one back in. So did you return it? I didn't because uh, I didn't delete my Google account from it before I took it out of the car. Uh, and now I don't know. I, like I have to hook it up to like a uh, car battery to get it to turn back on again. How much did it cost? Uh, it wasn't that much, which I think was why it really sucked. How much did it cost? Uh, maybe like $130 or okay, something. That's not bad. Yeah. Uh, I changed my password. I should just sell it. Do you think Janelle uh, should get a new car? Um, She drives 3,000 miles a year. Yeah. Which per day is like, what, (laughs) 1,000? It's 10 miles a day if she drives 300 days a year, which she probably doesn't. Right. Um, I don't know. I mean... To get a, a new car just so it plays podcasts automatically. I got news for you, Janelle. Yeah. When I bought my 2004 Toyota Corolla, it did not have a good radio. Guess what? You go to Best Buy. Yeah. You, 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 you have the Geek Squad get in there. Mm-hmm. A couple hundred bucks. You got a, you got a, a Bluetooth situation. Yeah. It'll it'll play automatically when you go in there. Unless it seems like your car might not have speakers in it. <laughs> yeah. If you have to buy speakers, that might be it's a, gonna that add might be, to the yeah, price. Yeah. Uh, Look, if you have speakers, I say just get the just get the the normal just get a normal newish uh go on the wire cutter. Yeah. That's what I did. Buy the the normal thing. It was like 200 bucks. They'll install it for you. Don't have Tom install it. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, don't try and install it yourself. That's uh, You're asking for trouble. But, Tom, one time I did get into a car, a fender bender. Car accident, you were going to say. Um, and, you, and, and I've written 13 songs about it. <laughs> yeah, I almost got whiplash, Tom. <laughs> uh, and uh, they gave me uh, some car. Yeah, and then all and and I was driving around. I felt like cock of the walk in this thing. It was like, oh, a newish car. Mm-hmm. And then whenever I go out of town and I rent a car, yeah, like man. Oh yeah, you get spoiled when you go in new cars. Yeah, it's like oh, I don't have to drive a fifteen-year-old car. But guess what? It's cheap, and you don't have to make car payments. And yeah. You don't have to pay a lot of money for something. If you never drive anyway, yeah, hey, spend that it. money on skinny girl margaritas, right? Or anything that's, else you want. That's what uh, millennials drink: skinny girl margaritas. <laughs> uh, she could also just get like a Bluetooth speaker and just glue that to your that's, dashboard. No, don't do that. That's depressing. <laughs> well, that's cheap. You can get one. You can get a decent one of those for like twenty bucks. No, if you do that, I'll. <laughs> uh, I'm going to ask you to stop listening to our podcast. Uh, my car. You're not going to listen to me through some Bluetooth speaker <laughs> that's taped to the the 
the dashboard of your car. My car has um, uh, Bluetooth, uh, but it takes a few seconds for it to, you know, turn on and connect. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, that my my stereo also has a USB in. It's nice. Mine so, does too, but it says iPod, and when I plug a phone in, it's like, well, this isn't an iPod. Man, I'm like, it's the iPod Sun. Just play it. I'd say it's the iPod's freaking god. <laughs> All right. If you have a problem you'd like us to solve, you can email us at completeguideeverything at gmail.com. If you like the show, you can check out more at tcgt.com. You can follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash guide. You can follow us on Twitter at Complete Guide. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Tom Reynolds. You can follow me at your pal, Tim. Tom, you got mad at me. <laughs> yeah, I've had enough. You can uh, 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 support the show by supporting our sponsors. You hey, can is all- Prime Day coming up? I got an email about Prime Day. Maybe. And I'll tell you, a great place to look at Prime Day tcgt.com slash Amazon where you can do your Amazon shopping, which you're doing anyway. And you give us a little bit, uh, a little taste of what you're buying without it costing you a a goddamn... You're taking the money out of Jeff Bezos' mouth when you do that. Yeah. And putting it in ours. Stuffing money in our mouths. Yeah. And you know what? We'll allow it because we want money. I eat money. And you can uh, check out our Patreon at tcgt.com slash pledge or patreon.com slash complete guide hey two great tastes same place they go to where you can get uh our weekly uh other podcast called books the podcast tim what are we starting this week a new book yeah new book brave new world brave new book is more like it brave new man me for reading it (laughs) yeah uh we'll be reading that over the next few weeks or tim will he'll be telling me about it and then i'll watch uh the movie at the end we'll we'll see how they compare yeah uh patreon.com slash complete guide you get all the back episodes when you sign up for that too so no time like the present yeah you also get a hundred episodes of amazing facts yeah and all the uh radiohead okay computer sessions (laughs) (laughs) we've uploaded them to our patreon (laughs) It's fine. Ed O'Brien told me I could. Yeah, he seemed to not really care. That yeah, he, I don't think he understood what it meant. <laughs> It'd be weird to be in a band with your brother for that long, right? My brother's great. Yeah, I mean, me and you both have brothers, and we both like our brothers and get along with our brothers, but I think we're both similar in that we get weirded out with people that, by people that like have businesses with their brothers. and like... Yeah, those property brothers. <laughs> I mean, the property brothers, that's a whole other fucking story. Yeah. Man, uh, imagine the property brothers were in, in, Radiohead? in Radiohead instead of... Uh... The Greenwoods? Colin and uh, Johnny Greenwood. Yeah. they. The Radiohead probably would not be as good of a band. It would, they, aren't they? One of them's a musician. One of the Property Brothers. Yeah, but can you go like this? boo doo boo doo boo It would also be confusing because the Property Brothers kind of look like Ed O'Brien. And then there would be like three s- incredibly similar yeah, looking guys. Yeah, they look kind of, yeah. From a distance, from on stage, you'd be like, who's who? Yeah. Maybe it would make it easier because you'd be like, no, I can tell those two guys look exactly the same. So it calls out more that that guy looks a little different. Right. Tom, what's your what's the best Radiohead song? Uh, I think this is a little bit of a dark horse pick. I think my favorite Radiohead song might be Knives Out. Wow. Yeah, on Amnesiac. That's uh, 
wrong. <laughs> What's your favorite Radiohead song? It smells like Teen Spirit. All right, we'll see you next week. That was a HeadGum Podcast.